Welcome to This Is How You Scale, a B2B sales and marketing podcast dedicated to sharing the most effective growth strategies for building a better B2B business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of This Is How To Scale, a business-to-business podcast with myself, Paul Catterall, and the genius behind it all, Stephen. Stephen, Mike, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to all our listeners out there? Absolutely. Thanks, Paul. My name is Stephen Perchkov. I'm the founder of Artist Sales Academy, and we are a B2B sales and marketing agency and consultancy. Stephen, thank you very much for doing this. I'm really excited about the journey we're going to go on with this podcast. I think we should do that first one, really about you and the journey and kind of how you set up the business. So maybe tell a little bit about yourself. So what's your story, mate? Where are you from? What's your experience? Yeah, absolutely. I grew up in New York. I was born in Belarus back when it was still the Soviet Union. Yeah, you didn't know that about me, right? I didn't know that. No, no, I didn't know that. (laughs) And now I live between Miami and Columbia. So quite a path, quite a journey. As far as my career background, I pretty much since my early 20s or so, I was working with early stage startups, startups that were C, Series A, Series B. Companies with innovative technologies that hadn't yet figured out their marketing or their product message fit. And I was a salesperson at these companies. I was either a sales leader, training salespeople, or individual contributor. And there wasn't leads that were just coming to you, right? Marketing wasn't just spoon feeding you leads like they perhaps would at a large company like Oracle or something like that, where there's much more sophisticated brand awareness and inbound campaigns. So it was really up to the salespeople to create revenue, right? So I like that. I like that small, scrappy, innovative technology environment. And I got really good at that. I got really good at creating systems and outreach and messaging and strategies to open doors at large organizations, Fortune 1000 companies, just with my own skill set as a 20-year-old salesperson. So after doing that at a couple of different companies... I thought that I had something here and I was just kind of like working with that idea for a little bit. It took me probably like a year or two to work up the confidence and and courage to realize that I think I have a good skill set here and I could do it beyond just the companies I'm working for or at. Once I did, I just created a little case study of how I helped one organization, my employer essentially, triple the sales calls for myself and every salesperson at that company and what it led to from a revenue standpoint, just a quick video. I sent it to 10 people in my network. And a week later, I had my first two clients and I was earning almost as much as I was earning at my salary job. It started to take off. And then there was a whole other piece of just learning how to build a business, how to freelance and how to set up a system and a business that's beyond me. So that was around four years ago or so. Since then, we've worked with over 350 different businesses. We have a team of nine. Most of what we're doing these days is a blend of LinkedIn and email, sales consulting, content strategy, direct outreach, different strategies there. It's been a really fun ride. We have a great team. We're working with awesome companies, most of them in the technology space, some management consultancies, really just any business that is selling larger enterprise packages between 25k to a million dollars plus we're a good fit for and if i could add just what i think makes us unique in the market 
or why companies work with us. I think it's this blend of being a strategic business development partner, like a really sharp CRO, VPS sales quality consulting with this SDR sales development rep, like meeting hooker execution that we pack on with that. We just get the calls for them like an SDR would. And then the last piece is just modern sales strategies, like knowing how to use social selling and content creation to tell stories and to pull people in. So it's just sort of like content plus strategic BD plus SDR kind of combo that companies like working with us, essentially. I'm a bit gobsmacked by this story. Four years go from nothing to where you are now with a team of nine as well. Kudos to you, mate. It's a great story. There's one thing there. I don't really want to talk about the, what you do as a business. We're going to do those in later episodes. One bit I do want to talk about, though, is I loved your phrase about you like the scrappiness. Is that something you've always enjoyed? And is that how you've modeled your business now in terms of I'm going in and I'm just going to scrap the hell out of it? Yeah, actually, I think so. I think it may have something to do with just in part like going real deep, maybe just being an immigrant in the United States and trying to figure things out. And that's part of it, just like hustling to get ahead. Part of it might also have been the environment that I graduated within. So I graduated college in 2008. Perfect grades, almost a 4.0 GPA, wow. went to law school afterwards and just absolutely hated law school. Hated it, hated it. <laughs> it wasn't for me. Like I got a scholarship into a pretty decent school and I dropped out six months in. I think I was the only person who dropped out that year. And all of a sudden, my 4.0 GPA wasn't worth anything because it was a recession, a deep recession. I was a law school dropout instead of like a star coming out of college. So... There was no jobs available for me. I didn't know where to go or what to do. And so the first job that I got was essentially as a door-to-door salesperson selling electricity plans across the entire five boroughs of New York City. So going to like crazy neighborhoods, getting kicked out of Chinese food stores and, you know, like getting no's everywhere. But like I learned a lot of sales stuff there. I got some really good training. It was a commission-only job. It was Really, really, really a brutal kind of job to have. Walking in the snow, knocking on doors of businesses who don't care, right? But it really kind of developed that thick skin and then gave me a lot of good sales training. So that was really solid. From there, I eventually started just taking a lot of courses about online marketing and digital marketing and things like that and just kind of self-educating myself and just learned some basics on how to outsource, how to hire people in different countries to help me with stuff. Stuff is available for free online, right? I just learned this stuff and then just apply what I learned to like businesses in my neighborhood and just start cold calling people out of a phone book. A lot of people are scared to do that, but that was a huge step up from walking door to door in the snow and just like asking them if they wanted websites, basically, you know, just like, hey, you need a website. Hey, you need a website. Hey, you need a website. I'm a local web designer. And then a couple of people said yes. And that gave me kind of my next break into entrepreneurship. And then eventually, like, I started working in startups because I wasn't fully ready to be on my own, but that kind of scrappy start became part of my DNA. I wouldn't say it was part of my DNA. I would say the recession sort of helped bring that out a little bit. Excellent. And let me just ask you one final question before we bring this one to a close. My question is, again, I don't need to go too deep into it. Maybe just give it a taste. Has there been a change in how sales are currently done? So you're talking then about face-to-face and cold calling. How's that changed when you now factor in? You've got emails, you've got LinkedIn, you've got all these different other social media elements. Has there been a big shift away from kind of more traditional selling tactics such as your door knocking or your cold calling? 
And is there still room for that in today's environment? Don't blow the whole season of the podcasting by answering, but just kind of give a like. It depends on the sale and the business, right? So the door-to-door sales that I was doing was selling to local business owners, getting them to switch electric plans. Like that's still a very good strategy. Maybe not during COVID. That's changed for sure, like everything. But should businesses open up for good? Should lockdowns totally end? Should we get this whole virus behind us? That's still always going to be a viable strategy as long as it's allowed to happen for certain kinds of businesses and things. Speaking to current clientele that I serve, which is selling more enterprise deals. Yes, absolutely. It's completely different than it was when I started. A few things I would say that I've bared witness to and have been part of and even led the way in some ways was the rise of sales automation tools, the ability to start automating certain tasks, not having to cold call, but just press a button and it cold calls for you, you just answer. Not having to send one individual email, but being able to automate that and send many emails at once or many LinkedIn messages at once, right? These technologies totally allow people to expand what's possible. And it also creates an arm race a little bit. So like if you're first one, like I was one of the first to start using mass emailing cold email prospects using some of the tools that are out there. And so when I just did that, Nobody had ever done that. People weren't getting a lot of emails in their inboxes in general. So just doing that, not being creative at all, just pressing go, you get a ton of opportunities and meetings. Now everybody does that. And the only way it'll work now is if you get super creative with your targeting and your messaging and all these sorts of things. You have to be really intelligent to make cold email outreach work now. It's very hard. So that's one sort of change that's happened. Cold calling is tougher, especially in the enterprise, selling to larger businesses. It's a little harder because people aren't at their desk. They don't have office phones as much. So you have to have their cell phone. You know, people are working more and more remote, harder to get people's cell phones. That's made it somewhat challenging. LinkedIn is where our focus is mostly these days because it still presents a really solid opportunity as social, as selling and everything. And millennials come of age and people just have this preference for social media and selling. That's becoming more and more prevalent. I'd say it's there right now. It's still like a really good opportunity to position yourself, but it's certainly becoming more and more in the limelight. So we use that a lot. Like what we used to do with cold email, we use that with LinkedIn, doing intelligent outreach and things like that. The other element that still massively underutilizes the content side of things, making yourself sort of a personal brand and a magnet for sales. And that's a big place where LinkedIn is going and a big place where we're focusing our clients too, to make them essentially authorities, B2B influencers, Influencers exist very much on Instagram, but B2B influencers is still very nascent. And being able to put your stake in the ground in that world is a powerful place to be. And it helps with sales very much. I think that's a great way to end the podcast because like you, I'm aware of influencers on Facebook and Instagram, but that's normally about buy my t-shirt or stuff like that. I'm not as aware of B2B influencers. So I'm Really, really excited in terms of where we're going to go with this, Stephen, and just to really share your knowledge. Before we say goodbye to the audience out there, what's the best way for clients to get in touch with you or potential people to get in touch with you? Where can they find you? LinkedIn's a great place. Artistsalesacademy.com is our website. There's a button there, top right hand, book a call, schedule a call with myself or someone from my team. And there's plenty of materials on the site and on my LinkedIn profile as well if you want to get a sense of what we do. Stephen, thank you very much for giving up your time so freely, mate. I'm looking forward to recording this season of podcasts with you. I'm really excited to kind of, and don't get this wrong way, take off the top of your brain and find out exactly what's going on in there. But yeah, thank you so much, mate. Take care. We'll speak next week. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to This Is How You Scale, a B2B sales and marketing podcast. To find out more or to schedule a strategy call, please visit the Art of Sales Academy website, www.artofsalesacademy.com or follow us on LinkedIn. Let us know what you thought of today's podcast or suggest topics that you'd like us to cover in the future.